Hello and welcome to Nature Snippets, a podcast about the natural world, about organisms you may find in your backyard and beyond. I'm Declan McCabe, coming to you from St. Michael's College in Colchester, Vermont. Welcome back again, folks, and welcome to the second episode for the fall and for our second season. I thought I would do yet another very familiar organism this time round, and I think that almost everybody is familiar with the Daddy Longlegs. That said, there is some confusion over the name Daddy Longlegs and the use of that name, and so I thought I would go through an essay that I wrote for Northern Woodlands magazine about this topic. Um, they are among my favorite organisms, just because you can find them very, very commonly, and it is nice to have something common that you can very quickly identify and be familiar with, particularly when it's so very harmless in the environment. So, this essay is called Daddy Longlegs, All Fun and Games Until Someone Loses a Leg or Three. There is a fantastic song by folk singer Colm Gallagher and often sung by Christy Moore called the reel in the flickering light. The song is about a daddy longlegs who, after first making inquiries about the singer's sister, instead woos a red carnation. Although the term daddy longlegs can refer to three distinct groups of organisms, including crane flies and true spiders, it's clear that the song, with its reference to the dancer's thin and wispy spindles, is referring to harvestmen arachnids in the order Opiliones. It's easy to imagine a harvest man on his delicate legs of silver dancing for his lady love in the evening light. Daddy long legs have just one body segment to which all eight spindly legs attach. They look rather like heads with legs. In contrast, spiders have sturdier builds with two major body segments, their cephalothorax with legs attached, and behind that their abdomen. And crane flies have three body segments, and with minor exceptions, have wings. When we think about the spider that is sometimes referred to as daddy longlegs, we are referring to a daddy longlegs spider that is also called a cellar spider, and you may well find them in the corners of where your walls hit the ceiling, for example, and you may well find them in the cellar. Unfortunately, that doesn't help things because we also tend to find daddy longlegs in those same areas. But what you need to do is look carefully and count for body segments. So if you see one large body segment, you know you're talking about a daddy longlegs, which is also called a harvestman. And if you find those two body segments, well, you know you've got a spider. I can't get too far into a daddy longlegs conversation with my students before I'm informed of the legendary toxicity of their venom and our very good fortune that these arachnids' fangs are just too small to penetrate human skin. Well, for this myth to hold water, our leggy friends would require both venom and fangs to ingest it into thin-skinned prey. Like spiders, daddy longlegs do have mouthparts called chelicerae that are indeed comparatively short. And unlike the fangs of a spider, the chelicerae of the daddy longlegs typically end in a tiny claw that looks like a very, very small microscopic lobster claw. The other piece missing from the equation for the urban legend to hold water is that no one has found venom glands in any daddy longlegs. So, 
you are quite safe from the legendary toxicity of daddy long legs because it is simply a myth. So what do daddy long legs do with their little fangs? It seems like a simple question, but with more than 225 species in the United States alone, we might expect a bit of variability. Daddy long legs are opportunistic feeders. They happily dine on small invertebrates, alive or dead, um, and they'll also feed on decaying plant and fungal material. In one study, deceased earthworms were high on the menu. In a different study, a scientist offered pineapple and termites as alternative food choices. Most daddy long legs went for the pineapple, but a significant minority of them consumed termites, demonstrating their potential in pest control. Daddy long legs are unusual among arachnids in that they can ingest solid food particles in addition to the more standard liquid fare. Spiders use their chelicerae to inject venom into the prey and later to drain out their liquid meal, but daddy long legs use theirs to chew food. They also possess teeth on their chelicerae that they use for grooming. And other than sometimes stimulating arachnophobic responses, there is no evidence that your local daddy long legs population does harm to of any sort to humans, crops, or your favorite garden plants. In fact, because they dine on soft-bodied invertebrates, such as aphids, they are likely a valuable addition to your farmer garden's integrated pest management system. The most distinctive feature of daddy long legs is, of course, those very, very long legs, which are not actually used to keep the animal aloft. Rather, the legs arch up from the body and then back down to the ground so that the body is usually in contact with the ground. This arrangement helps the daddy long legs to avoid desiccation, taking advantage of humid microhabitats between rocks and in tree bark furrows. The tarsus, or the foot end of the leg, has all of the multi-jointed flexibility of a bicycle chain, serving these arachnids very, very well when climbing and maneuvering over rough terrain. Unfortunately, having stilt-like legs provides a convenient grip for birds and other predators. Daddy long legs have a strategy that gives them a leg up in this scenario. When a predator grabs a leg, the daddy long legs can pinch off the leg where it joins the body and beat a hasty retreat. This strategy is called autotomy or self-amputation. It leaves the predator with a distracting, still twitching leg in its grasp while the daddy long legs lives to fight another day. And apparently it's common. In one study, nearly half of the 1,000 plus daddy long legs examined were missing at least one leg. Not surprisingly, losing a leg comes at a cost. Carrie Duffy from Our Lady of the Lake University in Texas studied morbidity and feeding in daddy long legs. He found that losing a leg or two had little effect on speed and foraging success but losing a third leg slowed the animal down by as much as two-thirds and limited their ability to find food. It also matters which leg is lost. There is evidence that the second pair of legs function like the antennae of insects and are important in sensing food, predators and mates in the environment. Daddy long legs that lost their second pair of legs were less likely to move, feed or mate. It seems that that particular pair of legs would be essential for the character in the song to woo a mate, be that a flower or one of its own species. And so there you go. Thank you for listening to episode two, season two.
I encourage you to Google Christy Moore Reel in the Flickering Light and you can have a good listen to an excellent singer singing an excellent song. So thank you all. Bye-bye. That's all for today, folks. If you enjoyed this week's episode, please consider subscribing wherever you find your podcasts. This is a bi-weekly podcast, so you can expect a new episode every other Friday. Thank you once again for listening.